Good morning, everyone. Every time we celebrate the Divine Liturgy, we read one of four Gospels. And the word Gospel means the good news. So when we read the Gospel, we are proclaiming the good news about Jesus' birth, life, sacrificial death, and, of course, glorious resurrection. During the Divine Liturgy, we are not only reading good news from the Gospel, we are also celebrating the good news. The hope, of course, is that after celebrating the good news, our whole life will be good news. And, of course, we have so much good news to proclaim and to share with others. Like the good news of salvation, the good news of forgiveness, the good news of a personal knowledge of a loving God, the good news of our life commitment to respond daily to all the blessings we have received. And because it is good news, we continue to discover and grow in its riches every day to the extent that when we live what we heard, everything we say, think, and do becomes the gospel, the good news. However, the good news that we proclaim in church then try to live daily can actually sometimes become bad news. In these situations, rather than bringing us the happiness that it was intended to bring, when it becomes bad news, it actually also becomes sad news. You might wonder, how is this possible that the Word of God, which is an interactive and dynamic invitation, can become bad and sad news? Well, we have an example of this in today's Gospel where a man who had already heard of Jesus' reputation approached him and recognized him to be a good master and one who is able to teach him how, quote, to gain eternal life. Prior to meeting Jesus, the man had already received the good news of who Jesus was, but now wanted to learn more than he already knew. This is great news. When the man asks Jesus about how he can gain eternal life, Jesus begins by reciting only five of the Ten Commandments. You shall not kill. You shall not commit adultery. You shall not steal. You shall not bear false witness. Honor your father and your mother. It is surprising that Jesus does not mention any of the commandments that relate to our relationship with God. Rather, Jesus focuses on how the road to eternal life begins with how we relate to each other. According to the man, he has done all these things. If indeed he has, then this is not only good news, but great news. The man has first recognized that Jesus is a good master who is able to teach him about eternal life, and second, he has kept a good part of the commandments since he was a child. If we have done all these things throughout our life, then we most certainly would be happy people. Well, what more could Jesus possibly want? What Jesus wanted from him is what Jesus wants from all of us, and that is not to be satisfied with mediocrity. 
We should never have a false sense of having accomplished all that is good and, if, and as if we cannot get any better. Rather, if today we are good, then tomorrow we need to think of being better. If today we are happy, then tomorrow we need to think of being happier. If today we are generous, then tomorrow we need to think of being even more generous. And if today we think we are wise, then tomorrow we need to think of growing in how we can become even more wise. However, if we settle with only what we have achieved, then we are stifling our growth and, even worse, stifling the grace of God that is ready to keep working in us. This was the case with the man in today's gospel. He became not only satisfied, but complacent with the level of spiritual maturity that he had acquired. Spirituality, just like every other field, stagnates if it is not always trying to become better. Take, for example, the most advanced computer that came out only five years ago. It may have been much better than everything that came before it, but in terms of what is available now, it is worthless. With computers and every other field, it is never enough to simply be good and rest there. There needs to be a constant desire to be better. The man who approached Jesus made a very big mistake. For him, good was good enough when he had the potential to become even better. Are we, too, sometimes like this? Are we quickly satisfied with simply knowing the basics of the faith and doing simply the basics of life? Sometimes people might say, I know what's in the Bible, so I don't really need to read much of it. Some may say, I prayed today on Sunday. That's good enough for the rest of the week. Sometimes we are satisfied simply because we can say, many people have done much worse than I. In fact, once I was visiting a family and uh, the parents were telling me about something their son did. And I said to the son, I said, that wasn't a very smart thing to do. And he said, well, other people in my school have done much worse. As if the much worse justifies where we are today. Definitely some people have done much worse, but that's not the invitation of the gospel. That's not the good news. The good news is to be even better. Do we really think that we have accomplished something great in life simply because we have not killed anyone? Simply because we have not committed adultery? Simply because we have not stolen or that we have not lied in the last hour or two? There's much more that the good news requires of us. On our Christian journey, these are only first steps along the way because it is only when we set aside the bad news that sin is can we truly discover the good news of a daily walk with Jesus that not only leads us away from sin, but even more importantly directs us to a life of ever-growing faith, virtue, and overall goodness. So why was this man, 
and sometimes we as well, blinded to the greater good that God is calling us towards. In his case, he was too attached to his money. We too may have this problem, where our attachment to money is more important than our attachment to God. Perhaps money has become his God and sometimes becomes our God. However, this is not the only attachment that we have that leads us away from God and prevents us from developing our spiritual life. For some, it may be sports. For some, it may be work. For some, it may be their image or their reputations. And for others, it may be a life of leisure. These things may all be good in themselves. But if these take precedence over our spiritual life, then they are not good news. They are very bad and sad news for us. The good news became bad news for the man in this gospel because he grasped on to his money more than he wanted to grasp on to Jesus. If this gospel were written today and addressed to us, would it read that we went away very sad because we preferred our Sunday football game? Or whatever it is that we put before our invitation from Jesus to move a step closer to him. Whatever it is that we are trying to hold on to, we have to realize that the more we try to hold on to anything other than the word of God, we are deluding ourselves and setting ourselves up for the bad and the sad news. Earthly possessions and pleasures are only a passing and temporary phenomenon like water in our hands. It is the same with every earthly good that we try to achieve. The more we grasp onto them, the more they slip through our fingers. Yes, we are definitely supposed to work hard. We are supposed to be successful, have sufficient goods, and to enjoy all of them. But if we do not see these as passing pleasures, then the good news of our success is bad news within the very larger picture of the purpose of our life here on earth. When we put the things that are passing above our love for God, that becomes the saddest and the worst kind of bad news imaginable. For this man, and for all of us today, what starts off as good and happy news can easily become bad and sad news. Today, Jesus invites us anew. He invites us, as he invited the man in the gospel, to not be afraid to let go of our attachments to everything that will pass, but rather to hold on to the principles of the gospel, which will bring us great happiness here, and more importantly, lead us to eternal life. We may be surprised that a man turned down an opportunity to be a disciple of Jesus, but we may say, that this is the same case for us. And when it becomes bad news, we do the same thing. The sadder news is if we keep grasping onto what is passing. By doing this, we forget to hold on to the good news, which is Christ himself, who alone can lead us to the fullness of happiness in this world and ultimately to the greatest news possible, the greatest news of eternal life.